Perhaps you have seen Where's Waldo books. When placed in a crowd or a complex surrounding, Waldo is an odd individual who becomes difficult to find. Often, when a leader fails to be a good role model or sets a bad example, they believe that their actions will be hidden, much like our friend Waldo. In reality, when a leader sets a bad example, they are more like an onstage actor with a spotlight shining directly on them. In this episode, we're revealing how to spot and eliminate poor role models from your organization. Welcome to the 90th Percentile, an unconventional leadership podcast by Sanger Folkman. Each week, using research from over 1.5 million global assessments of leaders, we analyze different leadership traits, trends, and what it really takes for leaders to get to the 90th percentile. I'm Brianna Corrin, and joining me today is renowned psychometrician, who happens to be my father, Joe Folkman. Hi, Bri. Hey, I can never find Waldo, but <laughs> I, I understand that, and we're, we're going to talk about four role models today. And I can always find them. I mean, that's, that sticks out like a thumb. So yeah. let's talk about being a poor, poor role model and its impact. Yes. Uh, now, this idea brought back a memory for me, and I think it applies. So um, I'm going to put it out there for you. I, I was on a trip with my husband in Hawaii, and we went on a hike that was really popular to these seven different waterfalls. Um, it happened to be on a day that was just after a really big storm. So the path was a little unclear. There were lots of fallen trees and leaves, and we couldn't quite understand where we were supposed to go until my husband stumbled upon a little trail of peanuts. And he got so excited that someone was leading the way for us, and they put down these peanuts. So we started following the peanut trail, and Soon it became harder and harder to walk, and the branches were scratching us. And I kept thinking, this, you know, this is kind of a popular hike, and this trail is not fun, and it doesn't even look like a trail, and we're going away from the sounds of water. So I don't get I, – I don't think this is right. But I kept following him because out of the two of us, he is the experienced hiker and outdoorsman, and he was so excited about these peanuts, every single peanut that he found. But when it got to the point that we were on the ground crawling, I, I had enough. I stopped. I told him I am not going to follow him one more step up this trail. This is not the right trail, and I'm going to go back down and find the actual trail. He was not happy. Uh, he begrudgingly <laughs> followed me back um, to the sound of the water. And we eventually found the real trail. And it was actually a very pleasant, fun hike to go on. <laughs> and I think sometimes in organizations, we misplace our trust in people that we think are the experts or that they know what they're doing. We follow these poor role models down pointless peanut trails of bad behaviors, that, that can harm company culture. Um, their attitudes of, of laziness, of gossiping, or not being a team player, constantly complaining, may rub off on others, and it leads to nowhere good. You know, that's very true, and there's danger in these peanut trails. I like that. I, I think that's true, and the vast majority of direct reports notice bad behavior. 
recently I was in an event and, and there was a person there that was displaying bad behavior. And I, you know, it wasn't my role to call them out. I was, you know, I'm just a consultant. I'm just an observer. Uh, but I, what, what was really difficult was not to notice. <laughs> I mean, I just, and how much it bothered me. I mean, it was just, I mean, and I kept saying to myself, hey, this has nothing to do with me. And, and I, I couldn't look away. And when a leader sets a bad example, they set up the opportunity for anyone to be justified in breaking the same rule that's not followed and, and, and done in a specific standard process. You know, like a crooked picture on the wall, these behaviors are difficult not to notice and they're highly annoying to others. Often, they are little things that should not make a huge difference to others, but in our research, we found that there was a real substantial impact. So, to understand this better, I looked at 360-degree assessments from over 110,000 leaders, evaluated by, on average, 13 raters, managers, peers, direct reports, and others in our Extraordinary Leader database. I found that poor role models were rated at the ninth percentile, that's horrible, on overall leadership effectiveness and the 12th percentile on trust. So, you know, they, people didn't think they were very good leaders and they didn't trust them. And now the, compare that to the top 10% who were rated at the 90th percentile on overall leadership effectiveness and at the 86th percentile on trust. Yeah, very telling. So being a poor role model entices others to follow, and it, it permits them, like you were talking about, to act in the same way. Now, you also analyzed a data set um, and it says around 6,525 mid-level managers who were then matched with their direct reports. And this study examined whether a leader was a poor or excellent role model um, and how that would impact the way that their direct report behaved. So if there was no effect from the manager, then the direct reports would most likely be rated, you said, close to the 50th percentile. And I'm looking at the graph, and it shows that the managers who rated at that bottom 10% that you were talking about as a role model, their direct reports were at the 45th percentile on also being a role model, and that those rated at the top 10% had direct reports at the 55th percentile. Now, while this difference is not huge, it does show a statistically significant trend for these poor and great um, role models. And while these differences aren't large, they demonstrate the erosion or enhancement effect of poor leaders that they can have on those who follow them. Well, that, and that study really shows that the thing we've all discovered lately is that uh, being a poor ro role model is contagious just like the flu and just like COVID. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, when you see it, you get it. <laughs> And you start uh, other people seeing it, and you think about a large building with a little crack in it. Uh, that's gonna that's gonna hurt the building. And for organizations, it's the same way. When people break the rules and don't act appropriately, that starts a small crack that can eventually bring the building down. There is a slippery slope of leaders who are poor role models. While the impact and damage to them personally is relatively high. 
as demonstrated from the first graph in the article, we believe that the damage to the organization is of greater concern. The fact that one leader fails to be a role model is manageable in most organizations. Still, the slightly negative impact on the direct reports could signal a trend that might create a negative outcome for the organization in employee productivity, employee engagement, or customer satisfaction. Tree rot is extremely dangerous to trees because the rot starts on the inside of the tree, and it's not visible until the tree falls over. Organization rot is very similar. It is caused by one leader who is a poor role model, who in turn gives permission for other leaders to push boundaries and break rules. As our graph demonstrates, like cancer, it is just a little at first, but once the rot starts, it metastasizes and severely damages the organization. You know, those people, those people can create a really toxic culture. And it spreads faster than some people realize. So what should organizations and, and what can leaders do to stop it? Well, the first thing is to identify leaders who are poor role models and act quickly. Uh, you know, one of the important things is, is that helping people to get an assessment of the extent to which they're a role model puts them on notice. Hey, people notice that you're not doing this. People know it's not a secret. I mean, a lot of times people fool themselves to believing that it isn't noticeable. Often senior leaders in organizations have no clue who these poor role models are because they never behave inappropriately around them. But employees at lower levels in the organizations are very clear about who good role models are and who is not. The late Jack Welch, chairman of CGE, noted that when an organization found an executive who was producing good results but did not live by the values, it had no option other than to fire that person. If you do not, over the long run, the organization is destroyed. And if the inappropriate behavior is not brought forward and discussed, then people assume there's no problem and they can continue to behave inappropriately. Number two is to reinforce the values of appropriate behavior. Even though this has probably been mentioned before, it needs to be constantly reinforced. And lastly, reinforce and reward good leadership role models in the organization. That's going to make a real difference. You know, I think what's hard about um, all of when you see bad behavior is is saying something, is doing something about it. You know, we're all adults. We're not kids. We're not tattling on the teacher, so to say. But, um, you know, putting up with behaviors that are, are damaging or are hurting people's feelings or making people not feel safe at work, all of these great and hard conversations that have been happening for diversity and inclusion to realize that we do need to be more sensitive to others around us and others who aren't like you, um, they're important. And when the leader is setting that bad example, it can be so damaging. Well, and the other part of that is, is reinforcing the good behavior. And too often we sort of see it and we go, oh, wow, that's great. That we're, they were a great model, role model. But we don't re, uh, re recognize it. We don't reinforce it. When others can see that being a good role model is rewarded, that makes a big difference too. 
The 90th Percentile, an unconventional leadership podcast, was written and recorded by Brianna Korn and Joe Folkman and produced by Singer Folkman with music by Pleasant Pictures. If you're interested in learning more about Zanger Folkman's award-winning 360-degree assessments, leadership, and coaching offerings, or would like to attend our monthly webinar series hosted by Jack Zanger and Joe Folkman, visit our website at zangerfolkman.com. If you like our podcast, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher and leave us a five-star review. All resources and links to the research referenced in this episode can be found in the episode details or on our podcast page on zangerfolkman.com.